Welcome to episode number seven of the Convos podcast, where we have conversations on a variety of subjects. I'm your host, Matt McNaughton. I'm here with some friends. I got Chris here with me and my friend Nick. And Ben's here too. Again. Trying to get those hours. Trying to get his podcast hours. Fortunately, we weren't able to get you any swag this time around, Ben. Uh, you know, if you don't have expectations, you can't be disappointed. It's, it's, you're right about that. Um, Chris and Nick are members of our church, and Ben, Chris, and Nick have been spending some time. I guess this happened over the quarantine period, and they've been, they started just a conversation on Star Wars. Just what have you guys been doing? Tell me, tell me what your weekly conversations have been about on Star Wars. I mean, we just hang out and complain or argue or just, you know, goof off about, we, we started with episode one and just sort of been talking through the movies, the things we like, the things we don't like. Yeah, it ultimately turns into a bass session of not liking the first three movies. Well, right, because you start with, if you start with episode one, episode one is so awful. <clears throat> All, the whole prequel is still just so awful that it turns into a lot of bashing. But I think as we continue to go through the movies, it will be less complaining and more like, oh, this, this is interesting, or I didn't notice that before, yeah. So you started, you guys are watching them in, in numerical order or in release order? Oh, numerical order, but we're not also, I can't watch episode two. That's the best one. Oh, then, oh, man. man. All right, well, this was fun. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> this is shortest no. podcast ever. All right, so tonight, we're not going to talk about Star Wars. We're going to talk about something better. Superheroes. Specifically... Who is the greatest superhero of all time? This is clearly opinion-based. There's no scientific evidence, except the superhero I will name is by far the greatest. And scientifically the wrong answer. Scientifically the correct answer, and the only one that's not scientifically enhanced, I guess we could say. Hmm. So we do, not know, we do not know the superhero we're going to discuss, our individual superhero we've picked correct unfortunately no idea. well we know who you're picking correct because i am i have put this out into the world for it's even on our um, my bio on the church website so yeah okay so here's the rules for tonight we're going to mention our favorite superhero all right, and then we're just going to critique that answer, and I'm afraid this is going to turn into a podcast or a conversation on why my superhero is not the best one, and we might not even get to you guys, but we're going to go around the, the room here, and you just name your superhero, why he or she is the greatest superhero of all time, and then we can commence some counterpoints from the peanut gallery or there is agreement. So I'm not going to start first because we need to at least have some other material on this podcast. 
That's fair. I don't want to go first because I think mine is probably going to be the most obscure. Uh, I'll go. I'll go first. All right, Nick's going to go first. Okay, so Nick, give us, in your opinion, the greatest superhero of all time. So he is probably not one of the oldest uh, superheroes, but uh, I think in recent years, he's probably become one of the most popular, Mm. arguably. And you may or may not know who I'm talking about, but uh, if you're fans of the Avengers and the MCU movie saga, you're probably familiar with Thor. Correct. Yes. So I think Thor is probably the greatest superhero of all time. And I'll just kind of start with the most obvious reasons, and then I'll go to some of the more obscure reasons why. One is he is super strong. Uh, that's obviously been demonstrated. Um, he's, he's able to uh, fight off much larger foes uh, and dispatch them at, sometimes in a single blow. Um, then there's also, he's been able to take on the Hulk. You know, he's been able to go toe-to-toe with the Hulk. Um, he's also shown that he's able to lift, you know, massive objects that are many times his size. So I think it's been clearly demonstrated. He has super strength, not even superhuman strength. He has like a whole nother level of strength that I don't even know how to measure it or if there's even a way to. Also, he's super durable. He's not the most durable superhero of all time. But again, I, I just give an exhibit of like, it took an infinity stone to almost like, for Thanos to almost be able to crack his skull basically in his hand and, and to be able to go with him toe to toe as it were. So it kind of lends credence to like the backstory to the Asgardians is that they're many times more powerful than just regular humans, even though they look like us. Um, So they're super strong, super durable. Um, He can fly sort of, um, He's got Mjolnir. Uh, In that phase where he is still using Mjolnir, uh, he's able to just kind of swing it around. And the momentum of it, uh, even though, which is weird, I don't know how the science of that really works, or if there is science, it's just magic. But, uh, you know, he's worthy, so he's able to pick up this super heavy hammer and then, you know, ring it around his head a couple times and then just, like, do a straight arm launch and he just vaults like into the sky and then points it in the direction that he wants it to, to go. And assumedly it keeps going and going and, and going as long as he's holding on to it. Um, after he loses, you know, spoiler alert, after he loses oh. Mjolnir, <laughs> um, he has to get a new weapon to just be as equally as powerful, if not more, some might say. Um, so he gets Stormbreaker. Oh. (laughs) And with Stormbreaker, um, I don't know that he retains the ability to fly, but he does pick up two other, like, superpowers. Um, he gets the ability to super jump, which we kind of see in Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok, 
and then we also see it again in um, in Endgame. We we see him also kind of he jump he has this thing where he like channels energy, and I think there's like a lightning strike at his location and then it like the energy from that causes him to like super jump i don't know um but also that weapon gives him the ability to seemingly teleport anywhere because with the new axe uh stormbreaker he's able to summon the bifrost which in asgardian lore actually allows him to kind of beam himself anywhere he wants to go and not just himself but like others as well he can keep it open as long as he wants that sort of thing um he also has awesome hair (laughs) and that's the mark of a true superhero of course and the last thing is probably the most superficial but i thought it was a cool detail to throw in there um odin himself talked about how asgardians um, are not gods necessarily but that they do they are born they live and they die like humans do give or take 5000 years so they can live up to seemingly 5000 years uh according to odin so i i just think that those are really awesome also thor is the god of thunder which is just in my opinion something really cool to be a god of because i like rainstorms and and thunderstorms and stuff like that but that's hey that's just me Yes, the god of loud sounds. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So I'm. I, I think most people don't know Thor. They didn't know of much of Thor until the movies. I think I that's fair. That. Yeah, but, I think that's fair. And I think because of that is why I would rank Thor number two on my list of superheroes. Number I mean, he two. would definitely he would definitely be up there. You know, he did go toe to toe with the Hulk and live to tell about it. Is he in your top five, Chris? Oh yeah, definitely top five. But well, since we're there, I'll tell you my pick. Okay. <clears throat> there's a, Wait, there's well, a well, well, do we have any rebuttals for Nick? No, I agree oh. with everything he said. <laughs> Thor is super reckless. Oh gosh. Oh. Like, as far as being a superhero, yes, he is super powerful, but he's also like so egotistical and and when he shows up things get messed up because of him sometimes um it's you know what i mean like he's he's like the hulk creates some of his own problems um and then notoriously is like well this is my problem anymore and we'll go do something else he's also an alcoholic and uh, oh yeah in um in, in movies he it? was and he was literally useless at the end. Mm, I think he had his uses. I think because he went, he did go toe to toe with uh, Thanos for. Uh, yeah, but well, he, he allowed himself. I think that he was allowed like Tony Stark to die instead of being able to take that gauntlet. I would say that Thor is underrated in the if we're looking at the movies. And without Thor, there's no chance the Avengers even oh, 100%. beat Thanos. Agreed. Right. Okay. And then I go back to what, how come Loki showed up? Uh, I mean... He causes problems. Like, he's, don't get me wrong, he's a good choice, but he's not, he, he causes problems and people 
forget that like it's it's a it's a what's the word I'm looking for? You're taking a chance. If if you're picking Thor as like best, he's you're always he's a, wild, he's a wild card. That's the word. That's what I'm looking for. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Like the Jaguars, you just don't know. At least Thor is going to make it into the top four consistently. The Jaguars. All superheroes ever? I don't know. I, I mean, I would say that, yeah. yeah. Nick, but, any any rebuttals to their to Ben's argument? Well, unfortunately, Ben hasn't voiced who his obscure superhero <laughs> is. So I can't really, there's not much for me to go off of okay. with that. But what I, I was going to say is, you know, I think, I think you would put Thor up there um, if you considered like all of the different um, comic franchises and things like that, like DC Comics versus Marvel Comics versus Dark Horse Comics and, and so on and so forth. Um, there are obviously more like demented, uh, you, you might almost call them, they're not superheroes, but they're like so powerful that like they could they could basically do whatever they want kind of thing i'm gonna i'm gonna put you on the spot and only because you went first so the other guys will have an advantage real quick most underrated superhero in your opinion just just name the superhero no reason why most underrated most underrated overrated um, sorry most overrated superhero. over overrated okay. overrated okay overrated most overrated superhero i would say Probably Superman. <laughs> okay, no reason why. All right. All right, Chris. All right, so, you know, there's there's my favorite superhero, and then there's the right answer. You know, my favorite superhero, like, I love the Hulk. But the best superhero, going against what Nick just said, is Superman. I mean... <sighs> It's, it's true. You can say what you want. I mean, he doesn't need a weapon to fly. Like, he gets his powers. You know, he has an, uh, an endless amount of powers from shooting lasers from his eyes to going around the earth fast and going back in time. Like, there's just a never-ending amount of powers this guy has. Um, yeah, I mean, we all know about him. He can take bullets. He's super speed, super strength. Just, he's got everything, man. I'm really disappointed, Chris. It is the scientific answer, though. Like, literally, when they wrote his character in the comics, they just, every time they needed a new thing for him to do, he they has just... It. Right. So he really kind of has, like, a magic ability to have any ability. Here, Okay. Here is my... I'm going to agree with Nick on that he is the most overrated superhero, okay? And here... And I think it's, it has more to do with just poor writing of his character than anything. Right. Here is the, the most powerful superhero ever. And we're going to disguise him with a pair of glasses. So same, same haircut as Ben. For example, Ben, I want you to take off your glasses. Okay, but to be fair, what I was about to say, Matt, is when I wear a hat, people don't recognize me. Super, this is Clark often does Superman Kent wear a hat? also changes his hat. Well, but Clark Kent also changes his hair. <clears throat> hey, also, where did he keep the cape when he's dressed in his outfit? Oh, so he's got a pull string for it. 
That's why his back looks so broad. <laughs> hey, Matt, real quick. And just, you know, if I was to put, I don't know, my hands over my eyes like this and something to say cover my cheeks and stuff, could you still tell this is me? No. No. Oh, not at all. Wow, that's convenient. No. no. Uh, I bet okay. your wife could, though, Chris. Absolutely. But, you know, you're right. He is overrated, but he is the best superhero. I mean, you you talk about Thor. Thor needs these weapons to do all these things. But, I mean, in a straight-up fight, they could be on Asgard or whatever. Superman's going to outdo him. Thor's going to get tired. He's going to get winded. He's going to get weak. I mean, Superman would take him. As much as I don't like it, if he hits him with lightning – I mean, he would be able to absorb that. Like, it wouldn't hurt him. But here's the thing. Superman's going to cry in the process about something. Yeah, you know what? But About his is... home planet, about his parents. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing about that. You, know, you, you are a brave person for bringing up people crying. <laughs> we know who you're picking. Oh. But it's... <laughs> yeah, he is... He holds back a lot, right? We'll all agree that he holds back. He fights heroes, and he could kill probably 99% of them, but he doesn't if he wanted to. But he could. You know what I mean? He could. I mean, he could punch a hole through Thor's chest if he felt like it. What makes super? What What makes Superman not a bad guy? Because all the you bad could, guys want that all that power that he has. I'll tell you why. Because. Like what I just said, in a sense, he does hold back. He lacks motivation, is my theory. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not like a, uh, a Superman fanboy. Uh, I mean, I would love to see the Hulk be like a top-tier fighter. I mean, but he's just not. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the Hulk, yeah. In the Marvel is... movies, didn't do him justice. Like, he was great, I thought, like in the first Avengers movie. But then they really nerfed him for the other ones. They... They made him dorky. Like Yeah, they went with the, the Dr. Hulk and all yeah, that. Yeah. They the problem and the conversation's not about the, the movies, but the problem with the movies and Hulk is that he wanted too much screen time for banner. Yeah. They got too good of a banner for Hulk. They needed a guy that we didn't care about banner. It needed to be the Hulk. Yeah. Sort of, except then you look at the Hulk movies before the MCU and they were awful horrible. Well, yeah. They're trying to avoid the problems of, of already bad storytelling previous before, you know, again, all the rights and things were acquired by different places. So I mean, you look at comic Hulk compared to movie Hulk. I mean, the angrier he gets, the bigger he gets, like he doesn't slow down and, you know, and he just gets, he's really nerfed in there. But to answer your question, Superman is, is the answer. It's not the answer I want to give, but it's, it's the answer. What's most overrated superhero? Batman. <laughs> Interesting. You said without reason, right? Okay, yeah. Because the reasons are coming later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so my choice, people might be slightly familiar with, because I guess there was a TV series um, back in can I first say? Can I first say that none of us are are surprised that you're picking an obscure character, though. Right. Well, because, again, scientifically, I think objectively the answer is Superman. And I knew he was going to say Superman. But 
if we're talking about best superhero of in my opinion and not just from a from a completely objective standpoint <clears throat> black bolt who's the leader of the inhumans and i'll tell you why for a few reasons first again if we were going to take both superman and thor as the two previous examples he's more powerful i think than both of them i don't because superman is dc yes and and inhumans uh black bolt to marvel so they don't ever cross paths but black bolt has the ability to basically he's like at one point in one of the comics he actually destroys like a planet with his ability so he takes electrons electrical impulses and then they get translated into his vocal cords. So he's a character that doesn't talk very much because if he whispers, like his whisper can kill you. Um, but knowing this, he is very choosy about when he gets involved in things. And when he does, it's a big deal. Um, so we see him in, in some big fights, but we also see him from a um, strategic standpoint having great influence. So he ends up eventually being part of like the um marvel um illuminati he's one of the the people there that tony stark calls um and and so he's he's respected and i think part of why he's so well respected by the good guys is because he knows he has great power and chooses not to just use it unwittingly but is very very strategic. yeah strategic and careful and and uses it when he wants to use it what was his name? I'm trying to. I don't know. Black Bolt. Black Bolt. I'm if gonna... you if you look for him under the Inhumans franchise, Isn't there a TV that's... show Inhumans. Yes, yeah. 2017. They did a, a TV show, and he's the leader. He's like the the father. Now, I will say one of the weird things is that he is married to his cousin, which oh, that's. Uh, well, uh, this is what it is. They wrote it. I don't we, know. We all have if our you, flaws. Oh. <laughs> if you can, wait, is that his weakness? <laughs> family. Well, I would say family though is his weakness because one of the big things is like um, he drives his brother insane, and that's sort of one of the main antagonists throughout his his storyline in different places. Um, as the Maximus comes in and is like screwing things up. So they both love the same woman, huh? Well, Maximus wants to be. Black Bolt. And at one point, even like they flip bodies or they flip some, there's like, yeah. That sounds like a weird show. It's, it's different. It's sort of, it's somewhere in between like the X-Men and the like Avengers, Defenders kind of thing. It's like, they're sort of in between there. It's a, a limbo. I don't have anything to say to reject your <laughs> hypothesis, Ben. Is that... Now, Matt, is that because you were unable to find any more information about Black Bolt because he's so obscure, or you just don't literally have anything to object about what Did he said? Did you stop listening when you said he married his cousin? Or are you trying to use Black Bolt's example of not using his voice because he's such a great superhero? I, I did not know of him. Yeah. Is the TV like said, show I'm surprised that, that TV, like, I didn't see the TV show, but I'm surprised that that even... No, I think it was ABC. I think it was because it's part of the MCU. I have no idea. Um, but it's not the. It's not like this first wave of Supergirl. No, That's right. the problem. But he, I mean, but his origins are from the fifties or sixties. I think it was actually the Thor series that he originally appeared. It was either Thor or Fantastic Four because I know he's had interactions with both of those. Because he, he's brought in a lot as a mediator, so he like 
solves problems between like when superheroes are having conflict he like comes in and solves problems i want to have to read up more on him you should he's great interesting okay all right most um nick do you have anything to add or, or to discredit ben the i think the biggest thing that stands out about black bolt just from what i know of the character um obviously he's respected by marvel characters in the marvel universe that aren't even in the inhumans franchise right they're like in their own franchises and they have respect for black bolt so that's that is something i appreciate and i acknowledge that but i do wonder what the limitations of his powers are like yes we understand as ben pointed out he has the potential to destroy a planet with just the sound of his voice we get that he's like a capacitor or his vocal cords are and he can like discharge these electrons and and somehow it causes a resonance cascade and it makes the whole whole matter structure of whatever he's aiming at uh or projecting his voice at disintegrate essentially um but i do wonder what the limitations of that are and if that would affect something like stormbreaker which by all conventional means defies like scientific explanation we don't understand how it's made we understand that it's harnessed uh, or the the making of it um harnessed the output of a neutron star and all these things but like i just go on to the fact that like marvel has a, a habit of making these like godlike superheroes that are mortal so yes is his power like does it does it probably like threaten the hulk and maybe even superman and thor sure yeah they're because they are we know that they're they can bleed right they can bleed which and they're mainly made up of water which has a resonance effect we know all this so yes they're all susceptible to his power but if you look into the fact that like we don't know how he would deal with like if he got struck by lightning would he explode or <laughs> would he like be knocked out or an unconscious would uh if if superman came at him with super strength and super speed and like snapped his neck would he would he you know what i mean so i'm like i'm thinking about like an actual encounter between the the ones that have been listed so far um I would have to give I would have to give it to Chris so far that I think I think Superman does have an edge on Thor because he's got the super speed but I mean hey Nick so would you say that it's safe to say that in order in order to really withstand any of these guys in a fight you have to have some sort of super ability right like some sort of power some sort of force that would be able to compete against any of them not just say uh, uh a pow zinger gun that's gonna catapult you off the ground or something like that i suppose that would depend on who gets the jump on who wouldn't it mm. i mean you're, we're just and who's more prepared then most overrated superhero wolverine oh that's a good one Really that's is. a good that's fair that's yeah fair. i mean i i love the x-men I, I i love that series but it, 
like the fanboyness about Wolverine drives me a little crazy. Yeah, I'm not a fan of any of the X Men series. I'm not like, either. That's my least favorite storylines. Yep. You're talking about the movies? No. Nope. In general. Comic oh, books, all of it. Uh, I have. I mean, not all of it, but I've seen enough to, to not want to watch anymore. All right, so we've made it to the most important part of the podcast. I'm going to reveal the greatest superhero of all time. You guys ready? His really name uh, is Bible Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, that's how, as a pastor, I have to say that. This type, actually, if we were going to go that way. That uh, way. No, so... Check out Bible Man, kids, for not a very good take on a superhero, but that's a different, (laughs) different, it's great for the kids. Anyways, so I'm pretty sure everybody knows who my favorite superhero is at this point. Everyone except your listeners. My favorite superhero of all time is Batman. He is by far... The most underrated, incredible <laughs> superhero of all time. But he is not the greatest superhero of all time. I'm throwing you guys because I'm going to pull a Chris here and say my favorite is not the greatest. The greatest superhero of all time is Spider-Man. Here is why. Oh, like, let me sit down. <laughs> Here is why. It is the best of both worlds when it comes to superhero. You've got a normal human person who is going about his normal life and gets bit by a spider. This is something we can all relate to, all right? We're not like most of us, not like Batman or Superman. Spider-Man's relatable. We get it. He goes through trauma. Fights out of that trauma and pain to make the society and community around him better. He is able to sense when things go bad. He is able to avoid any danger that is coming his way. Plus, he's got a really cool costume. I'll give him that. Humorous. A little dorky. He's not big and strong like all the other superheroes that have been mentioned today. He's an average Joe. And that makes him the greatest. So we're really capitalizing in this case on the humility that is Peter Parker, right? It's not, it's not just Spider-Man that you're talking about. You're also kind of talking to, or talking about uh, Peter Parker, his, you know, alter ego. Cool. Yeah, because I think I think you have you can't separate the two. They're they're one and the same. I think it's very similar to a Clark Kent type thing. Where Batman and Bruce Wayne do what? It's the same thing with Batman and Bruce Wayne. But I think with Batman and Bruce Wayne, they are two completely different type of people, mm-hmm. on purpose. I think Bruce Wayne is the type. He wants everybody to think how great he is, and Batman shows all the problems he's dealing with on the inside. I mean, I also order bat ears in bulk using my business accounts when I'm a normal human being. That, that's why, well, he's weird. He's, Batman's a little weird, all right? 
that's that's why I like him. He's he has all this money. I could argue why he is the greatest, but I couldn't as I was preparing for this, I couldn't land on the greatest. I mean, it's number it's three. It's a, it's, that's a tough question. It really is. It's who's the greatest because you're, you are simply saying that he, that Peter Parker slash Spider-Man overcame a bunch of obstacles and fought his way to where he is and, and uses his truly uses his power for good. And that makes him great, which it does. But I mean, that depends on which way you're talking about. If you're talking about who's the greatest superhero because they have a really, really good personality. Yeah, I would agree with you. But if you're talking who who's the best superhero, like who's going to win between the two of these, it's not going to be Peter Parker. So you, Peter Par- Spider-Man has enhanced healing abilities. He's going to heal faster. He's no apparent weaknesses besides just not being as um, experienced as the other superheroes. Nick, do you think he has a weakness? He does have a weakness, and it's the latest. I was going to say, and I I will... I mean, he, like, literally snaps her neck trying to save her. So you think the women are Spider-Man's weakness? Yeah, I mean, you look at his aunt... You look at all the girls he dates. I mean, you, just, not be looking <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> well, that's that's the whole reason he wears the mask, right? That's why any superhero wears the mask. I think yeah. that that that's point was actually crystallized in the Spider-Man films back in the early two thousands. Was the whole reason that he put on a costume and hid his identity is to protect the ones that he cares about? Because you know, if some mobster whatever villain comes after him they're going to be like okay well i can't get spidey but i can get people that his secret identity you know find out his secret identity and then find out who that person cares about who he lives with um that sort of thing but i was going to say that i think it was in one of the other I think it was like the amazing Spider-Man or whatever. Um, his Spidey sense may have betrayed him. Like there was just so much danger around him when he was going up against, I think it was Electro. Maybe yeah. I may be, I may be thinking of a, a different villain here. But. but but he hones that that gift. I don't know what you call it. That that um superpower. Yeah. As he ages right well but to go back to to the the point about women being his weakness like his all of spider-man's you know he's an analog for puberty right like that's all the changes in his body and the things that are happening because of the spider bite like i think that really is a bigger deal and that's why there's all you know mary jane and Gwen, whatever her last name is and 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 these different female characters that show up sometimes as protagonists sometimes as antagonists you know, Black Cat and some of these different characters, that's where that the, the reality of, of what he's dealing with, because he does have one, a, a more realistic universe than, say, Superman or, um, you know, any of the X-Men or, or Thor right. or any of the Avengers, right? Because there's not as quite as much alien or magic or any of that kind of stuff. It's more science-based, more real-life-based. Yeah, um, and, and, and to the point about the mask... He wears that to protect his 
loved ones where Batman, I would say, wears this because he just doesn't want to get caught because I don't know if what he's doing is actually kosher. He's more, he's the vigilante. Yeah, so. but Batman is also breaking laws as he saves things. Batman and also works in Gotham City that never has a reduction in crime, no matter how hard he works. So this is where, you know, <laughs> I, I love Batman. I mean, I can't say he's the greatest superhero of all time, but I think he, with Superman, he is, it's poor, poor character building. To, I like, I love the detective side of Batman more than I love the ninja side of Batman. You know what I would Batman when there's, they're focusing on, uh, crime solving crime go ahead chris speaking of solving crime you would think with you know they got arkham which seems to be the only jail only place to hold any of these people you know you got killer croc crawling under the city you got the joker breaking people out penguin doing this riddler doing that you would think bruce wayne would be like hey i'm going to invest a bunch of money on a facility that they can't get out of that would really protect the city. But instead he's like, hey, Alfred, let me get a thousand more batarangs. And he's like, you got it. That's, and that's part of my, my argument is it's, he doesn't want, he wants Bruce Wayne and Batman to be two completely different people. Yeah. And he can't decide what he wants to be. Which I think the Batman trilogy with um christian bell really kind of fleshes out like he he sees the need to do this but he doesn't want to do it he uh, wants to live i say that the christian bale batman series the christopher nolan series probably the best superhero movies that have been made oh but i think they make the work the best case for why batman is awful like i love the detective side of batman too batman the animated series is incredible yeah. because it is a detective cartoon and it you know even for a cartoon even i mean it's really good writing it's really interesting character work whereas with the, the christian bale batman like it's it, to me comes off as this rich guy who's doing whatever he feels like his parents build a train and he destroys it in the first movie yeah his parents did more for gotham than batman ever does in the trilogy well okay so and this is where like it, it's the with Batman, nothing do, nothing gets done, and he's angry all the time. Plus, and this is where I go back to the storyline, you can't decide if he wants to be a detective or a ninja. That's why I'm looking forward to the new movies that's coming out with um, Robert Patterson, because I think they're supposed to focus on the detective side of Batman, which is kind of how they wanted to go with the Ben Affleck movies. Yeah, I think they really ruined Ben Affleck's chance of being a good Batman because you're talking, I mean, his character in, you know, Batman vs. Superman is, he, he's well established as Batman. He's not some young Bruce Wayne. Like, he's he's been through it. And, uh, I mean, you even saw he's got, uh, who was it, Dick Grayson's costume that's, not Dick Grayson, um, you know, the other, I can't remember his name. But, you know, he's already been killed. So, I mean, he's been through so much in that movie and they never really, talk about it they never that would have been a cool origin story yeah 
I was going to say, I was going to chime in and just add, I'm, I was really disappointed when I heard the news that Robert Pattinson was going to be playing Batman uh-huh. instead instead of Dick Grayson. I think he would have made a much better Dick Grayson. I would like to see that storyline played out. That's Nightwing, right? Yes. Yeah. Like I, and I really thought um, jo, um, what is his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, yeah. That would have been a cool. I really thought that's where they were going to go with that there, but yep. And he would have been a good one, too. And they just, I don't they know. They built him as a, for Robin, right? At the end of that movie. I think so. It's been a while. I will say the, the most, I think, spot-on impression of Batman and Bruce Wayne and all of it is the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm like, this is Batman. He thinks he's the greatest guy in the world, but the darkness... Just this alter ego that I'm Batman. It's too silly to be taken. I don't know. I just I can't take it seriously. You're now. Now Nick's gonna have to watch it, and if we will. We will rate greatest Batman movies of all time. That one. That one. Top four. That'll be the next one. Yeah. Um, I think Michael Keaton is still up there with the Tim Burton Batmans. Like, I don't know. That's what? just... Why do they keep redoing Batman movies? Like, I, I love Batman, and I'm like, I will be there opening day. You know... Get the rights or something. Like maybe they don't have as long contracts as they do for other comic book characters. I was going to say, it's going to be strictly about money. Because, I mean, the story's been played out. <sighs> I mean, there's not a person alive who doesn't know that his parents die. He turns into a psychopath. What, his then... parents died? Yeah. Welcome to the point. Come on, Ben. Don't. <laughs> but, I mean, Marvel, <laughs> that's. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay. That scene where Superman and Batman become buddies in um, Superman versus Batman is the worst scene of all time in superhero movies. Yeah, it's pretty uh, I'm like, I, I, I wanted to walk out of the movie theater when I saw that. I'm like, uh, like, why is that the thing that you make a connection with? Like, well, oh, let's, let's not even get into that movie. We'll be here forever. Uh, we, we, I think an argument could be made, all right, for the greatest superhero of all time, at least for sure, top five is Wonder Woman. And the most recent Wonder Woman movie was incredible. Like, I thought it was great. I didn't see it yet, but it's super good. But I thought it was really good. Is that 1984? No. Has that one hasn't come out yet, has it? Uh-uh. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, that was a great movie. She was great in that movie. Yeah. I will say this as we close out tonight, that the idea of superheroes, they're a lot of times relatable and or something we want to achieve, and they're a lot of fun. I mean – we're all in our thirties and I never would have thought we would be talking about superheroes at this point. I really thought at some point you'd have to grow up, but superheroes have just lived on in our culture, but really, and I'm going to Jesus juke us here a little bit. It's just a glimpse of what we long for deep down inside is we long to be saved. We, we were looking at, you see the picture of it, even in the movies, of like Iron Man, Iron Man sacrificing his life for 
the people. Superman is portrayed as a savior and it all points to Jesus who is the greatest savior. So there's, when you read those stories and how they emotionally and all of it, what, all that it does for us just on an entertainment level, as Christians, we can't lose sight of the fact that it does not compare to who Jesus is. So, so Bible man is the greatest. Superhero. Bible man is the greatest superhero. As it turns out, <laughs> what would you, what can you believe it? So, uh, with that being said, thanks guys for having this conversation. I've been looking forward to it. I also knew you all three, maybe not Nick. I know Chris and Ben knew I was going to go with Batman. I was going to throw a loop at you. I've been throw a little uh, web web batarang. It was a batarang, <laughs> is what we could we could call it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Convos Podcast, where we have conversations on a variety of subjects, serious, not so serious. Today's conversation was a very serious conversation that we needed to have. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to the Convos podcast and leave us a review. Let us know what you uh, enjoy about it. Give us five-star ratings. I'm going to make sure Chris and Nick have done five stars. Chris for sure hasn't. He, that smile was a, I'm smiling, but I totally haven't done this. Nick was very sincere. If you have a conversation suggestion, just let us know by going to convospodcast.com and we'll talk about it on an upcoming episode of the Convos Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time as we continue having conversations on a variety of subjects.